0: Welcome back to the Eat Scripture podcast. This is Eric and Gina Robinson. We're starting 2 Kings today. Um, so we'll go through the first chapter, this this recording. Um, I did want to say quickly that we are doing these now once a week for the foreseeable future. Mm-hmm. And we will drop them on Tuesdays. I think I said Monday at the end of the last podcast, but we'll try to do them on Tuesdays. Yep every week, so look for them, and um, keep
1: going, here. keep going, because yeah. really, as we know, Kings is one big book, it's not yes. two books, it's really originally one big scroll, yeah. so when we ended last time, really, we're just, we're just moving on here as the normal scroll, yeah. we move on, the very
0: uh, end of First Kings, just talked about Ahaziah, yeah. uh, becoming king, king. and how evil he was, mm-hmm. and so now we're going to pick up with a story about him.
1: About him specifically dying, mm-hmm. so uh, so now that we are oh, that was a spoiler alert. Yeah, well, <laughs> I don't think anybody is too shocked by um, <laughs> uh, where well, well, where this is headed. Uh, so we know he only reigned for two years. and Told us that in the very end of the last chapter. So sure enough, we're going to see this is the way he comes. To his end here but let's read it because there are some uh, interesting things that are involved here especially with elijah and elijah's work right. and we haven't seen elijah exactly yeah he I mean, he's now. gonna
0: show up again
1: so. yeah he showed up in the very end of chapter 21 of first kings but it was only for a moment he made a pronouncement against ahab mm-hmm. but we hadn't seen him for a full chapter and a half before easily a full chapter and a half before that so now we're curious what, you know, about Elijah, what's happening with him now. Let's take a look and start by reading chapter 1 of 2 Kings, verse 1 through 8.
0: Okay. After the death of Ahab, Moab rebelled against Israel. Now Ahaziah fell through the lattice in his upper chamber in Samaria and lay sick. So he sent messengers telling them, Go, inquire of the god of Ekron, whether I shall recover from this sickness. But the angel of the Lord said to Elijah the Tishbite, Arise, go up to meet the messengers of the king of Samaria and say to them, Is it because there is no god in Israel that you are going to inquire of Beelzebub, the god of Ekron? Now therefore, thus says the Lord, You shall not come down from the bed to which you have gone up, but you shall surely die. So Elijah went. The messengers returned to the king, and he said to them, Why have you returned? And they said to him, There came a man to meet us, and said to us, Go back to the king who sent you, and say to him, Thus says the Lord, Is it because there is no God in Israel that you are sending to inquire of Baal's the god of Ekron? Therefore you shall not come down from the bed to which you have gone up, but you shall surely die. He said to them, <clears throat> What kind of man was he who came up to meet you and told you these things? And they answered him, He wore a garment of hair with a belt of leather about his waist. And he said, It is Elijah the Tishbite.'" Then the king sent to him a captain of fifty men with his with his fifty,
1: well, he went actually, up. we were going to stop in verse eight. Oh, that's, I'm sorry. Uh, that's I just okay. kept going. That's all, all right. right. <laughs> uh, we'll catch that in a minute. But as we get into this, um, let's note a couple things about the way this starts. Now, in verse one, death of Ahab results in Moab's rebellion. So Moab feels like this is a good time to throw off right. Israel's yoke uh, right. since they've got a dead king and maybe they're squirming. And David had kind uh, of no, incorporated
0: Moab in.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, they or were two. actually his distant relatives, mm-hmm. and so. Oh.
1: Apparently, it's
0: been peaceful mm -hmm, until now.
1: Became kind of a a subject nation um, Mm -hmm. uh, and have been, yes, in a peaceful relationship at least. Mm -hmm. Uh, But for all we know, Ahab got heavy-handed with them. and They were ready to get out. And they see this as
0: their opportunity.
1: opportunity. Yep. To throw off that control. So that's what they're going to do.
0: And then this strange story about Ahaziah falling through a lattice in his upper chamber.
1: Yeah, this is how apparently, you know, this is how the Lord's judgment is falling on him. Now it never says that. It never says that it was God's judgment and God pushed him through the lattice or anything. But this is how, without question, I think an early Israelite reader is certainly going to read it that way. Um, He has pronounced judgment on Ahab's house and Ahaziah is going to receive that judgment.
0: And I someone pointed, someone that I was reading pointed out that this first king' started with David mm-hmm. um, being ill. Mm-hmm. And then this is starting with Ahaziah So a yeah, king is his deathbed. A king yeah. is on, Laying his on his deathbed. Yes.
1: Yeah, in both both cases. Mm-hmm. So maybe there's something Interesting. to that. Yeah. Um whenever we Ahaziah literally means Yahweh has grasp. Um, and he certainly has grabbed Ahaziah and is doing with him as he will um, bringing judgment on him
0: and we can see why because he he's like first of all that he's even acting like uh, he's going to a prophet uh, Mm -hmm. a um, not a prophet of God but he's looking for a sign
1: yeah
0: somebody to tell him that he's not going to die from this Mm -hmm. and he goes to instead of sending to one of God's prophets mm-hmm. he goes to sends them to Beelzebub the god mm-hmm. of Ekron
1: mm-hmm. yep so uh, yes goes to the god of Ekron a Philistine city Philistine city yes. where he's going to the god of Ekron yes. um, which of course this is also it's uh, going, going off back of the hands to of all the places yeah he's trying to go back under idolatry Leading just continues like his father to lead Israel back closer and closer into just like a slavery to idols.
0: And we've talked about this before about the people who were brought out of Egypt in the Exodus wanting to go back right into that slavery, and that's exactly what he's
1: doing. That's exactly right. That's what we're seeing on that spiritual level. He's trying to re, re canonize the promised land by bringing it by letting them have all all the idols come back and everything. Yep, that's exactly what we're seeing. So he wants to seek and inquire of uh, Zebub, which is what we know of Beelzebub in the New Testament when it's talked about Beelzebul there. That's probably the very same. It's hard to believe it wouldn't be, but they're written slightly differently with a different ending. Zebub, like it says here, literally means lofty lord or lord of the high place master of the high place or lofty master that's what Beelzebub means if you change it to beelzebul then it actually means it sounds almost the same but the tweak is that now it means lord of the flies or master of the flies or in other words in a jew's mind master of directionless people master, master of the directionless ones because a fly just when it flies around just it flies seems around. to have no no rhyme or reason to why it's going where it's going you can barely even you know get a fly swatter on it because it just zigzags so much you can't figure out it doesn't have wow. a path and so it's directionless so it just zigzags around you know so whenever whenever he's lord of the flies well it's not going you know it's it's going with the idea of what a fly does And so people who would follow Beelzebub... Just flies
0: around randomly and annoys.
1: Yes. And so the followers of Beelzebub are the same thing. That's what his followers are like, a bunch of directionless people. Um, And and so that's what probably the play on words is in the New Testament. But this would be more accurate to what the followers of Beelzebub would want to say. Lofty Lord. Uh, And so that's what we see here. That's what this is. So they're sending, he's going to that God to ask what will happen to him. Will he live or die? Sending, sending servants to ask. Right. They only make it a short distance before Elijah the Tishbite, as again, as they introduce him yes. again as that. Elisha the returnee um, is is maybe what it means. It's kind of hard to get a full grasp on, but a bunch of people in return is who he's from. So Elisha, the Elijah the returnee, he says uh, he meets him and says, Is it because there is a God in Israel that you're not going to or that you're going not a God he in Israel that you're going to they're going. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And uh, says, I guess because there's no God yeah. in Israel, yeah. right? That must be why you're doing it. And so he says, Go you go back then and you say this to him. You say, uh, thus says the Lord, you shall not come down from the bed to which you have gone up, but you will surely die. Mm-hmm. And it's then Elijah yeah. leaves. They do. They turn around, they go back to the king. For of course, the first thing the king says in verse five is, What are you back so quick for? Mm-hmm. Uh you know, obviously the king knows they can't have made all that distance at once. Why mm-hmm. have you why have you returned? Why are you back here? They mm-hmm. said to him, Well, this man showed up and started talking to us, and he's <laughs> And he said this. They told him what he said, right? Yeah, he said this. You're not going to come down from that deathbed. Of course, then immediately the king is like, okay, tell me what he looked like. Mm -hmm. And they say, well, he had this garment of hair on. He had a big hairy garment that he wore, and he had this leather belt around his waist. And that's enough for the king. The king is like, yeah, I know exactly who we're talking about. That's Elijah. Yeah. Elijah the Tishbite, Elijah the returnee. Is back, given words, uh, and so sure enough, this is—he's—he's he's upset about this. Mm-hmm. Um, the king, instead of hearing it and throwing himself at the mercy of Yahweh, gets mad at the messenger, as it were, mm-hmm. and sends forces out. He's about to send forces yeah. out together, but he's so upset by it. So, again, we would we would say, you know, why wouldn't you? He knows good and well that Elijah was his father's innocence? surely he knows that elijah gave all sorts oh, yeah. of trouble but that elijah's word also came true about his father's death you would think you know that too but instead of just trusting go you think you're right yahweh is sovereign i should be listening to him please yahweh show me mercy instead of that uh like people in power so often do they he don't hear a bad. bad they bad. refuse yeah. to hear a bad word about themselves, and they do anything necessary to silence it, right. uh, no matter how uh, silly it seems to act that way. Now, if everybody, even if everybody else can see it, you they can't tend to see it. So, power blinds um, for sure, and right. now we are getting a lesson in that.
0: Well, here. and it's quite a lesson in uh, what we do when we're in a situation. Who do we consult?
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. And I, I mean, that really that.
0: hit me kind of. I read that in yeah. one of the things I was reading and I thought, oh, that's true. Yeah. I mean, we often consult everything but God.
1: Yeah. We'll go to church on Sunday, but when something bad happens to us, we'll... We what? look
0: for the experts.
1: Yeah. We, we run to the experts. Exactly. And, the counselors. Are and there? there's nothing wrong well, I think with there's anything some of yes, that, wrong. but
0: we should be taking our things to God, mm-hmm. our questions to Him. Yeah, first and um, yeah. seeking wisdom there so
1: completely. it's a,
0: it's a good I, I just want to be reminded of that
1: yeah that we're not. there's nothing wrong with going to a counselor or a doctor or to anyone where you think you might get help so long as you're realizing ultimately all these people are subservient to the same God I am he's right. the one who has the say here, and I've got to be talking to him about it for sure so yeah that's what it comes down to um, mm-hmm. so, so, yeah, don't hear this and not hear ourselves. Let's hear our own. We, we run the risk of being putting ourselves in the same place Ahaziah has. Um, and we need those fellows to seek the Yahweh first. I'm really glad you said that. That's a powerful message to be drawn out of this.
0: And this um, is a picture of a kingdom that is sick.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Just as sick as this
1: king is. Mm-hmm. Yes. And this dynasty yes. is dying. Yes, absolutely. Asga, the... In all of kings, as goes the king, so goes the kingdom. Exactly. And the northern kingdom is sick, deathly ill, because they've of fallen through a lattice,
0: right? and they don't know. They
1: right. don't it. know if they'll survive or right. not. And Amri, uh, or this Amri dynasty, is a, just a, a microcosm right. um, of the whole. Thing. What the whole nation is suffering from right yeah. now. So yes. Um, but he does know like we said at the end verse eight, he boy, he sure recognizes Elijah when Elijah's described yeah. to him. I know exactly.
0: <laughs> His dad who couldn't that is. stand Elijah. Yep. And now he's now he's after him. After him too. So,
1: so let's read verse nine, I think through verse sixteen. Save the last couple of verses for a minute, but let's read 9 through 16 and see how he responds.
0: I said his dad couldn't stand him, neither could his mom. Right, his mom couldn't either. They both come to kill
1: him. Same thing. (laughs) He got it genetically from both sides.
0: Right. Okay. I'll read 9 through
1: 16.
0: 16. Okay. Then the king sent him a captain of fifty men with his fifty. He went up to Elijah, who was sitting on top of a hill, and said to him, O man of God, the king says, Come down. But Elijah answered the captain of fifty, I am a man of God, let fire come down from heaven and consume you and your fifty. Then fire came down from heaven and consumed him and his fifty. Again, the king sent to him another captain of fifty men with his fifty. And he answered and said to him, O man of God, this is the king's order. Come down quickly. But Elijah answered him, If I am a man of God, let fire come down from heaven and consume you and your fifty. Then the fire, for fire of God came down from heaven and consumed him and his fifty. Again, the king sent the captain of a third fifty with his fifty. And the third captain of fifty went up and came and fell on his knees before Elijah and entreated him. O man of God, please let my life and the life of these fifty servants of yours be precious in your sight. Behold, fire came down from heaven and consumed the two former captains of fifty men and their fifties, but now let my life be precious in your sight. Then the angel of the Lord said to Elijah, Go down with him, do not be afraid of him. So he arose and went down with him to the king and said to him, "Thus Thus says the Lord, Because you have sent messengers to inquire of Beelzebub, the god of Ekron, it is because there is no god in Israel to inquire of his word. Oh, I'm sorry, I read that wrong. Is it because there is no god in Israel to inquire of his word? Therefore you shall not come down from the bed to which you have gone up, but you shall surely die. Mm -hmm.
1: There it is, a pronouncement made directly face-to-face this time. Mm -hmm. But it's the same announcement he's made already through the men. So we go back to verse 9 and we watch how the king reacted immediately to when he found out it was Elijah the Tishbite. He sends his men to capture Elijah? Yeah. Why? What does he think he's going to get Elijah into my face? I'm going to force him to give me a different word? Is that what he's thinking? Because that's not going to work out well. But however, it doesn't really matter what he's thinking, Elijah here is prophet in power. There is no qualms about who's in charge of this whole thing. Yeah.
0: He's got God behind him and I think it's interesting that Ahaziah and Ahab, these last couple of things we've read, they just think they can fool God somehow or that they have some power over God.
1: Yes, they do. And like they can get something done. It's foolish, yeah, very foolish. So uh, you had already said lots of stuff in this chapter, as Peter Lightheart has also pointed out, about going up and coming down. And so we right. see all sorts of things happening here. Whenever we see him in verse nine, he went up to Elijah. This is the captain and his fifty. He went up to Elijah, who was sitting on top of a hill, and said, "O man of God, the king says, come down." And I think that's how we need to read it. He's ordering
0: right. Elijah
1: down. Right. Well, Elijah's right. in the Elijah, if if they are they are sending their request, Ahaziah is sending his request or his question to the exalted Lord or Exalted right. Master, Beelzebub, as his name means. But it's Elijah who's actually sitting up high, which is representative of the fact that God and God's word in Elijah are high. Right. Not this. Exactly. Who's exalted? Who's up high? God, his word, in his prophet Elijah sits up high on the mountain.
0: And it says a hill here, but that word can also be
1: Same as mountain. So. Same as mountain. So yeah, so he's, so he's up, he's the one who's up high on the mountain and When they order him down, give him an order, you come down, man of God, it is not received well. So immediately Elijah says to him, if I am a man of God, let fire come down from heaven and (laughs) consume you and your 50. And sure enough, fire comes down from heaven and consumes. Now, Elijah's already brought fire down from heaven. Way back in chapter 18, whenever he was against the males and it proved that the Lord was in control, and everybody, for for at least a short time, everybody was doing what Elijah said. So here he's once again the prophet who
0: Who asks
1: for fire from heaven and gets it, and he commands it even and gets it. He
0: is God's representative. Very
1: much. When you hear his word, you should hear God speak it. And that's exactly the way we see it here. Uh, and so, so sure enough, this man and this 50 are completely consumed. Word travels back to the king, and how does the king take it? He just
0: tries again.
1: <laughs> it's the craziest thing. I don't know if he's got some Oh, power. yeah? I'm going to send another 50 <laughs> guys, uh, 51 men after him. Uh, which is exactly what he winds up doing. He sends them and their 15. Now now we should hear it adds the word quickly at the end of right. verse 11. We mm-hmm. should hear it even more forcefully. Oh, man of God, this is the king's order. Come down quickly. Don't just come down. You come down right now. Right. That's what the king it's says. It's as
0: if they're ordering God to come down. That's right.
1: That's exactly what we should right. hear. We should hear them trying to order God around. God will not be ordered around. Elijah answered, If I am a man of God, let fire come down from heaven and consume you and your 50. And then the fire of God came down from heaven and consumed him and his 50. Oh my goodness, it's exactly what we've heard before. Right. This, now imagine this, being this
0: third captain of 50.
1: And boy, you can <laughs> hear it in the way he talks that mm-hmm. there's a difference here in the way he approaches Elijah. So the third man again. The king is so stupid that he's going to do this the third time. I'll I'll get him for sure. I'm going to get him one of these times. I'm going to keep sending fifty. I'm going to prove who's who has more staying power. Prove it by what? By losing fifty minutes of time, fifty-one minutes of time. It's Yeah, it's, it's absurd. But sure enough, he sends the third captain in his fifty. But when we hear in verse thirteen. How the captain talks, um, we can hear it in the way that he talks, and even oh,
0: that he came and fell on his knees.
1: Oh yes, absolutely before Elijah. He's, he's. Yeah, showing humility, deference, complete deference to the man of God. So when he speaks, O oh man of God, please let my life and the life of these fifty servants of yours be precious in your sight. Behold, fire came down from heaven and consumed the two former captains of fifty men with their fifties. But now let my life be precious in your sight. Then the angel of the Lord said to Elijah, go down with him do not be afraid of him. It's this humility. Yeah. This is the difference. This right. made all the difference. And the word of God is going to, the word embodied in Elijah, which is what it is, is going to travel with this man because of his humility. This man isn't seeking to kill Elijah or give him orders or make him do something that he doesn't want to do. He's just asking for mercy Please come with me. This is what I've been commanded he to do. He can see and, what's going to happen. Yeah, exactly. He knows He knows exactly what's going to happen. And he acts accordingly. And so Elijah does rise and go with him. He went down. Yep. <laughs> and he goes to the king, it says, at the end of verse 15. And then 16, he said to him, thus says the Lord, because you have sent messengers to inquire of Beelzebub, the god of Ekron, and then he can't help but throwing in this question again: Is it because there's no God in Israel that you acquired, Yeah. that you inquired yeah. of Him? <laughs> and then he goes on with his pronouncement: Therefore, you shall not come down from the bed to which you have gone up; you will surely die. So he gets right in his face and says, mm-hmm. it "Now, now, he's up in his face." He said, same thing he said before. He hasn't changed the word of what he's going right. to say. You're dead, man. That's and it's all because you seek. Other gods before coming to Yahweh, and that's everything to do with where your heart is. When you're after other gods, um, and and sure enough, uh, it happens just as Elijah said, verse seventeen. He dies according to the word of Elijah. What we're seeing here in this story is so interesting to me because I see in it as we've talked about typology and. Elijah, having gone to Horeb, gone into the hole in the ground, Mm -hmm. come out of the hole in the ground, gone and anointed his successor and pronouncement upon evil Israel that they're going to be destroyed. Whenever they come after Elijah now, back in chapter 18, when Jezebel sent forces after him, he ran to Horeb. And then he complained to God, I'm the only one left. There's nobody nobody like me to stay true which he was wrong about. Now, though, ever since he's come out of that hole in the ground, he is fearless Elijah. Right. We saw him, like I said, at the end of and chapter. And not appearing as much. Right. But when he does,
0: it's just out of nowhere.
1: Yep. And, and like we see, we saw him at the end of chapter 21. He came straight up to him and told him what was going to happen because he had taken Naboth's vineyard. Right. You're dead. Right. And he didn't seem to worry about it at all. And then here's the next time we see him. He got 51 minutes of time coming after him, and he's just pronouncing fire from heaven, and it right. is coming down in a hurry and just killing these guys. He cannot be touched here. He sits up high,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: he has all the power. Right. So if there's in any sense, he has defeated the bales. That's right, right. He has utterly defeated the bales. If there is in any sense a typological connection here, it seems to go toward the fact that Jesus. When he comes out of the hole in the ground, there will be no more chances of right. you laying hands on him or getting him to do what you want him to do. Exactly. Um, not, not, even a, not even a chance. He is in full control. Power. And has power, sits up high, wields it at his discretion, um, is happy to come to the one who speaks in humility to <laughs> him, but is fully in control at all times. Yes. And I, I do love that. that picture. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, so, that, so that's what he's pronounced. Now we get to verse 17 and 18, which is the end of our chapter. And let's just read that one Okay.
0: So he died according to the word of the Lord that Elijah had spoken. Jehoram became king in his place in the second year of Jehoram, the son of Jehoshaphat, king of Judah, because Ahaziah had no son. Now, the rest of the acts of Ahaziah that he did, are they not written in the book of Chronicles, uh, the Chronicles of the Kings of Israel?
1: Yep. So there's Ahaziah's last little note about him. Very confusing. Yes, that was incredibly me. confusing uh, for those who don't know what's going on here. So you'll note in verse 17, <laughs> It says he died according to the word that Elijah spoke. And then it says, Jehoram became king in his place in the second year of Jehoram, the son of Jehoshaphat, king of Judah, because Ahaziah had no son. So what that's saying is that Jehoshaphat, his rule comes to an end during the rule of Ahaziah. But it can't. Is that right? No. No, it can't. Jehoram <laughs> became king in his place in the second year of Jehoram, the son of Jehoshaphat, king of Judah. I think this is because Jehoram, son of Jehoshaphat, is co ruling with Jehoshaphat okay. at this time. Okay,
0: that's one of the things that was confusing me too.
1: He is, and we see this several times in the Old Testament where we have co-regents. A son will also be co-ruling with his father, and it will say something that will allude to the fact that, oh, wait, has he really come to the, to power yet? Well, in a sense, because he's exerting rulership control already, but only alongside his father. Okay. He's really alongside his that father. Helps. And that's what Except I that think. he has
0: the same name as...
1: What doesn't help is that yes, he's named Jehoram, which is also the name of our It's
0: Ahaziah's brother.
1: Right. Yes. Ahaziah's younger brother is named Jehoram. And so is uh Jahashbad. so is Jehoshaphat's son. And they're gonna overlap in their rulership at some point.
0: Surely they had a Book of Names that could have chosen it something is, different.
1: It is very interesting. <laughs> it actually makes me wonder how far Jehoshaphat was willing to go to try and make um, treaties and, and, and just good friendships yeah. with the northern country, with North To world. name his son, because his son even after a son after a son of Ahab. Of Ahab. That's because, kind of sad. Yeah. And so, but it so could be. It could easily be that. But that's what's going to happen is they're both going to be on the throne, overlapping here, which is okay. hard for us. So uh, that's what you're seeing, and that's why it reads helps to clear And now that then the you can get and you can find online some good charts that'll help you see the names of both. Uh, the north and the south, both Judah and Israel, and their kings, the names of the kings. Right, the it order. does help
0: to see that. You may even have one in your Bible. If you right, have you might have good one in study your Bible. Bible. Exactly,
1: yeah. So look at that because you're going to see a Jehoram on both sides, I and mean, then look at their times on the throne, and they're going to overlap. It's going to be overlapping, and you'll see that very clearly. So that'll help you a little bit to understand what's going on here. So then it says the rest of the acts of Ahaziah that he did over those two years that he was in power, you know, you can find those written in the book of the Chronicles of the Kings, but, but basically the author is saying you know, the same thing, he always says this, this I is I don't have time for that. This is all you need to know. This is what you need to know in light of God, God's covenant, what God wants out of his king. This is it. And so Ahaziah is gone, and that's the last we're going to hear in him. Okay. So we'll be back with the very extended Elijah, Elisha stories coming up in the next several chapters. We're going to spend just time on them. That's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Yeah, I think
0: that's going to be fun to be back.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: So, all right. We'll Mm -hmm. join us next time.
1: Again, great to talk to everybody. So glad you joined us and hope you have a really great week ahead. We will talk to you again. Like we said, we'll drop these on Tuesdays. So be watching out. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you.